Europe's a number of things. Um, Europe is a space, it's a location in the world of course. Um, Europe is a set of political frameworks in terms of the EU but also in terms of the different state structures that have historically made up Europe. Um, but also importantly Europe is an idea. It's a set of beliefs, it's a set of practices, it's a way in which people come to think about themselves and give themselves a sense of identity. European identity has been extremely important um, certainly for and since the medieval period um, to numbers of different groups of people in various states. And so in a sense, asking what Europe is, is to ask how those people think about themselves and who they think they are. Um, but of course, it's also more than an idea because Europe is also a set of practices. Ideas about Europe are often carried into realisation by the ways in which people have convictions about what Europe is. And so, historically, we've seen a number of instances where particular ideas of Europe have been used to form political structures, to motivate political beliefs, and indeed have been used to um, facilitate various kinds of actions. Um, most recently, of course, we're used to thinking about Europe in terms of the European Union, and fundamentally the European Union is an inaction of certain particular kinds of ideas about Europe. So to answer that question broadly, Europe is obviously a number of many different kinds of things. We can answer that question in general terms, but also we need to be more specific about historical context. So that when we ask, what is Europe? We ask, what is Europe to a particular group of people? And what is Europe at a particular point in time? Where does Europe end? That's a, um, historically been a very contested question. Um, it's still a very important question today, of course. And the obvious sort of cop-out answer, if you like, is that Europe doesn't have an obvious boundary. It's classed geographically as a, a continent, but of course it's not its own landmass. There is a connection point with, with Asia. And historically there's been a lot of debate about who's in and who's out. So, for example, in the late early modern period, then there was significant debate about whether Russia was a European country or not. And over the course of the 18th century, there began to be ideas that Russia was indeed a European country, and therefore many intellectuals, many thinkers, started to push that boundary more and more eastwards in order to um, accommodate Russia. More recently, there have been debates about um, Turkey, and certainly in the 19th century, there was a lot of debate about the Ottoman Empire and whether or not that was a European country. A number of people thought it wasn't, but of course Greece was contained within the Ottoman Empire during this period. And many people felt very strongly that Greece is a European country. And that set off a number of debates about the status of the Ottoman Empire that's carried on into modern Turkey. Europe has no defined boundaries in a sense. And part of the excitement of studying this topic and thinking about it is that we can see the fluctuation of that boundary change along with different ideas of Europe at particular moments. In my view it can, and in my view it should. Um, I'm not a historian of 20th century Europe, but one of the things I've noticed about studying the history of the idea of Europe over several years is that very often ideas of Europe are conceived in terms of opposition to another. So you define who's European by thinking about somebody who you think is not European and then saying you're different to them. And I think that in the 21st century we probably need to move a little bit beyond that dynamic. 
we need to start to think about Europe more positively rather than negatively in terms of what it's not. And in my view, um, Turkey should and can be very much be a part of a new idea of Europe that's not premised about isolating particular groups of individuals and declaring that they are in some way not Euro European. I think that Europe can benefit very strongly from having a Muslim country within its um, compass. And I think that that's something that policymakers should be striving towards in negotiation processes in the future.